How does one fight laziness in his life and especially when it comes into matters of worship? You know, the biggest problem we have with our worship is laziness. People don't wake up for Salat al-Fajr because of laziness. People do not continue their fasting after Ramadan because of laziness and because of its difficulty. They think it's difficult. Uh, and everything in life is like this. It's laziness that is the big problem. And as technology advances and develops in this life, laziness becomes even more and more right when you have everything on the phone when you can do everything on the phone when you can do everything online people become lazy so how does one defeat laziness in life and we need to understand that the road to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a long road it's a long road and it's a difficult road as well there's a lot of hardships on the road and this is why this is one of the wisdoms for why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made his house al-Kaaba he made it in a desert he commanded that it's built in a desert, in a place that is cut off from the world. You know, when you get there, it's difficult. The question is, why didn't Allah Azza order and command for his house to be built on the coastline, next to the beach, on the shoreline, where there's greenery and يعني, alhamdulillah, the weather, why, why not? And ulama rahimahumullah, they said, the road from here to Mecca is a difficult road, full of hardship, in a valley, it's difficult, it's hot. This is to teach us that that is the road to Allah. The road to Allah is full of difficulty. It's just like the road to Mecca. So as you undertake this journey to Mecca, it is supposed to teach you that's the road to Allah Azza wa That's the difficulties that you'll encounter in life. So the idea is, how am I going to continue? And not allow laziness to be an obstacle before me in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the question we want to answer. How to defeat laziness. My brothers in Islam, we need to understand that the greatest purpose in life is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the greatest purpose in life. And this purpose to worship Allah, Allah Azza wa Jal made mention of it in the first surah of the Quran, which is Surah Al-Fatiha. What is the central ayah in Surah Al-Fatiha? It's Iyaka na'budu wa Iyaka nasta'een. That's the central ayah. This ayah in Surah Al-Fatiha is actually a summary of in the entire Quran. As a matter of fact, it's a summary of the entire life of one person. Iyaka na'bud. We have been commanded by Allah that we declare on our tongue and in our heart that you alone we worship. Worship, that's the purpose. How do we worship? How does one worship Allah? What's the tool? What's the means to worship Allah? That no worship of Allah requires dedication. It requires commitment. It cannot be affected by laziness. The second half of the ayah tells us how we're going to fulfill this purpose. And that is, And you alone, we seek help. Even the purpose of life is to worship Allah. Na'bud. How are we going to worship Him? What's the means of worshiping Him? You need to always keep in your mind and in your heart, You alone, we're going to seek help when worshiping you. And that is the only way you're going to fulfill the purpose of worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal. And in brief, that is the answer.
that you always seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help when it comes to your worship. And this is why from the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which he taught to Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiyallahu anhu, he said to him, Ya Mu'adh, inni uhibbuka fillah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching Mu'adh something. Listen to what he teaches him. He says, فَلَا تَدَعَنَّ دُبُرَ كُلِّ صَلَاةٍ أَن تَقُولُ He's teaching him a dua. He said to him, O oh, Mu'adh, I love you for the sake of Allah. And that has its effect on itself. This is a statement that is يعني, teaching us Nabi Sallallahu how he used to deal with his companions. Look at the love and the mercy and the compassion he had. He wants to teach him something important. He said to him, do not leave out after every salat that you say and make this dua. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Al-ulama rahimahumullah, they say that this dua is supposed to be said at the end of the salat before at taslim before you make a salam and you exit the salat make the last dua you say allahumma a'inni ala dhikrik oh allah give me the power and the strength and the ability to remember you give me the ability because on my own i cannot do it and if i if if i was to rely on my own ability i would fail because i'm lazy but give me the ability to remember you. And the best of dhikr to Allah is the one that makes gratitude of Allah. And to thank you. And the best of gratitude shown to Allah. The excellent worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to master and perfect your worship. So you're asking Allah Azza wa Jal in this dua to give you the strength and the ability to remember Him, to be grateful to Him, and these two should lead to husni ibadatik, to perfect the worship for Allah Azza wa Jal. This is a dua you're supposed to say after every salat. This is five times. And even in your sunan at the end of the salat, you're supposed to say it. And in this dua, you are acknowledging that if you are left on your own, you'd be able to do nothing. You know, now my brothers in Islam, I share with you something else. This is a dua that you're asking Allah to give you the ability and the strength to worship Him.